Hello and welcome back to Cisco and Treebird present a podcast Christmas Spectacular on ice. We're me, Quinta Brunson, and me, Kate Peterman. Rate Christmas movies from our opposite vantage points. I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness who never celebrated Christmas in my life. And I was raised as a Catholic and celebrated Christmas 365 days a year for 30 years. Yes, indeed. So we're going to be bringing to you our Christmas reviews as we've been doing. Thank you guys for listening. We really, really appreciate it. Happy holidays also. We have our own three-point rating system for what makes a great Christmas movie for each of us, as well as an overall rating system that we both have agreed upon. Um, Let's remind you of those really quickly. Let's do it. So for me, Quinta, Cisco's three Hallmark for a great Christmas movie. Number one, a life and death emotional moment. Number two, good music must have slaps. Number three, a big-eyed baby. Nice. Uh, For me, Treebird, Kate, top three hallmarks of a great Christmas movie. Number one, happy ending where nothing hurts. Number two, gotta be funny slash have some real laugh out loud moments. Number three, sense of childlike wonder and hope. Beautiful. And then we have our hallmarks for what we overall have agreed upon, you know. Perfect by science. <clears throat> Number one, melting a heart of stone. Number two, a dash of Christmas magic. And number three, escapism. Yes. Um, Kate? Yeah. The holidays are in full swing now. I believe at this point, people are getting into their Kwanzas. They're getting into their Hanukkahs. It's the holiday season. Wow. Besides Christmas movies, you love Christmas episodes of television. Oh, do I? Do I? Wait, tell me, do I? You do, you do. We both do, but you have a deeper love for them, I think, than I do because you you have the Christmas memories to go along with them. Yeah. To me, they're just complete fiction. But Uh (laughs) have you watched any Christmas episodes uh, thus far? Um, I've been watching a lot of the Christmas episodes of The Office. Right. On behalf of Jim and I, Merry Christmas. Uh, those are obviously great. Fantastic. Um, I watched a few. The one of them of Parks and Rec. I think maybe one or two of them of Parks and Rec. Oh yeah. Not, it, it wasn't. Yeah. It didn't have Christmas magic. You know what I watch sometimes to get the same Christmas feel? Yeah. Is the uh, Leap Day episode of oh. Thirty Rock. Welcome to your Leap Day past. Why would you even bring that up with Leap Day of Williams? With Leap Day, it, it's it's to so me good. it encapsulates yeah. what. The Christmas special is yeah, about. They even have carolers. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's like anything could happen on Leap, Leap Day. Day. And it's just like a perfect, it doesn't, you know, anyone could relate to that, which I love so much about that. Me too. And that's one of my favorite holiday episodes of television. It's great. Even though it doesn't technically count. Yeah. Um, I last year watched all of the Office episodes Christmas episodes in a row on Christmas with my boyfriend in Philadelphia that was a fantastic experience Mm. you know what's funny about their Christmas episodes you can get the entire story of The Office in just the Christmas episodes in just the Christmas episodes like if someone out there has never watched The Office you guys I don't know why or how you're listening to us without having watched The Office but if you want your own quick like trip into the office just watch the Christmas episodes and you'll pretty much get the gist of what's going on in that show 
great. So do it now. What <laughs> one's your favorite out of the office ones? Um, my favorite would have to be A Classy Christmas, which is when uh, Michael... That's mine! Yeah, I mean, it's a good one. It's the best one. It's a two-part. Where, where he was like, yeah, where Holly comes back. Holly. Shout out to Holly real quick. <sighs> oh my God, and Holly. Isn't that a Christmas thing? Holly. <sighs> you love to see it. You you love to see it. You, you just got it. My goodness gracious. It took a minute. <gasps> the second time I've watched your face. <laughs> Get yeah, she is the Christmas light. And... Oh, wow. I didn't even think of it like that. Wow, great, great find. There we go. Shall we get into Let's it? Let's do it. So we're going to start with National Lampoon's A Christmas Vacation. Do they sing that? Merry Christmas she loves it. to you. This is one of Kate's faves. I'm going to get into it. Okay. National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation, uh, 1989, director Jeremiah Chechik. Jeremiah was it? Uh, All right. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation follows Clark Griswold, a husband and father who tends to romanticize reality as he tries to create a fun-filled family Christmas. Unfortunately, a lesson Clark refuses to learn is that his daydreams and memories are much more enjoyable than reality. From his crass cousin-in-law, Eddie, parking his RV in his driveway, to his uncle, Louis, blowing up the Christmas tree, to being skimped out of the holiday bonus he was relying on, Clark's fun-filled Christmas quickly turns into a a walking nightmare. Not one for thinking things through. Cousin Eddie winds up kidnapping Clark's cheat boss, resulting in a Christmas Eve visit from a SWAT team. Seeing the error in his ways, Clark's boss replaces Clark's Jelly of the Month Club membership with the bonus he was promised. All is well. Once again, Kate, wonderfully written. Thank you so much. So good. Thank you so, 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 so much. Yes, ma'am. So, so this was Quinta's very first time watching yes. this movie. This is a movie that I grew up watching multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a thing in my family where as soon as the movie was over, I wasn't ready to let it go. So I'd say start it over. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys would. And we would. I yes, my first time watching it. One of the one of the ones on this podcast where it's my first time. I've seen other National Lampoon movies, but my parents definitely made me skip over this one. That's fair. Yeah, so I'd never seen it, and it was pretty fun to watch. I think I talked about it before, watching things without the nostalgia of Christmas in me or the nostalgia of that comedy period necessarily. Yeah. Because I like National Lampoon. Like, National Lampoon's not my favorite, and I think it was a little bit before my comedic time. Mm, But interesting. it took me a while to really jump into that one. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not my my favorite. I have to say that. That's okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kate. No, it's okay. I understand there are parts. There was a part that... When Eddie is, Cousin Eddie is emptying out his bathroom mm-hmm. into the sewer. Yeah. I remember I had the stomach virus like Christmas Day mm-hmm. and I kept getting sick and just remembering that part. And there was oh. a couple years I could, we had to fast forward through that part. So I understand it's not, there's some moments where you're like, ugh, gross. Yeah. But it's a hilarious It's a hilarious movie. movie. And you know who wrote it? Kate Fact. Kate uh, Fact. John Hughes. Yes. He's a writer. Yes. He also wrote Planes, Trains, Automobiles, Ferris Bueller, Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Home Alone 1 and 2. 
Can you can you wrap your mind around that fact? Fucking flames. I mean, this Fucking guy. flames. Seriously. Well, you know what? This one lacked the charm I saw in most of his. But I think it's because he was kind of... I think he was jumping. I think it was on, also Chevy Chase's exactly jumping onto the thing. National Lampoon wave. Yeah, um, he wrote a bunch of other National Lampoon movies. That, I think really, yeah, that I think really... he came from. Interesting. I also I don't. I'll just say what I don't like first, and then we'll get into the sure. Yeah, but I don't. He has this beautiful wife in it, who's uh-huh. been in other things. I forget her name right now. She's gorgeous to me, and I hate that. Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, Beverly D'Angelo, which uh, Quintifect, for the first time, was married to a famous director whose name I'm forgetting. This is why I don't do facts. Yeah, that's a I don't terrible fact. Yeah, that's why I don't do them. Hey, so, this one time she did more... something that I can't remember either. Quintifect. Quintifect. <laughs> that's why I don't do them. Wait, we should have had a second. We should have. Right, <laughs> but you know what? She's just gorgeous. And I just hate that he was daydreaming about cheating on her with some random ass fucking panty sews. Panty sews? Panty sews. Some panty hoed ho. She, yeah, she was a she panty hoed ho. Ho, she, ho, ho. I was just like, what's wrong with you, Chevy? But I will say, <laughs> he was wearing um, the kind of attire I like. Like, I like. The jersey? He When he put on that Chicago Bears hat and like. That jacket. gully jacket. Yeah. That's what I go for. And that got mm. me in in a second. <laughs> Looking <You> know, over it. <laughs> I like that. I like the snow combined with that. Yeah. That's like my type. So I yeah. had to jump in on that. And then I was just like, why would you do that to me? I mm-hmm. felt when he decided to start mentally cheating. I was like, come on, man. You're supposed to be like a representative for okay. the type. That's but pretty fair. That's pretty much it. And maybe that bothered me so much that it was hard for me. I think there is a level of it that was very relatable being raised Catholic uh-huh. and the idea of romanticizing things. Oh. And also, oh. so there's a moment where he's in the, the attic yeah. and he's stuck and right. he starts watching old movies. Right, that's cute. And that makes him cry. Yeah. And then when everyone's there, he's like, God, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I'm old. That's pretty good. But that is very much a Catholic mindset of yeah. being like, oh no, they're going to die one day. I'm not where I used to be. Yeah. And then when you're with them, you're like, this is hell on earth sometimes. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. So I think a lot of people found that very relatable and then Mm -hmm. also very funny because it was very wacky. and As we say, very funny. Very funny. A two-for-one deal. Two-for-one deal. Very funny, very wacky. And, um, yeah, so I'll start off with my number one. Let's do it. If that's okay with you, Yeah. Um, (laughs) Perfectly fine. Life and death emotional moment didn't have it for me. Okay. And that's just what I'm—that's the the truth, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I didn't see one. Was there one? The cat died. That sucked. <laughs> that what? cat didn't mean shit to me. Also, they, not only did it die. It got blowed up. It got up. blowed up. <laughs> like, I can't even get invested in that. Yeah, that used to be my least favorite part as a kid. I was yeah. just like, no. And I didn't know that cat that long. So to me, So this that is didn't now two me. Christmas movies where a cat has been a sacrifice. But you like this one. I do. I hate that part, though. Yeah. I hate it. I just don't like that. Um... Number one for me, a uh, happy ending where nothing hurts. I, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's happy. Yeah, it has it. Yeah, it has it. They they all get together. The SWAT team is even partying in the house. Yeah, it's which stupid, is stupid and funny. Yeah, I love that. I yeah, love when really that. Dumb. Yeah, and it has one of my favorite. My sister and I. A lot of people quote it all the time. Mm-hmm. The part where he's like, the neighbors next door mm-hmm. with um, Julia Louis Dreyfus and the other guy, and they're the neighbors. And yeah. at one point, uh, he's or she goes. Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? And he goes, I don't know, Margo. And it's <laughs> you would like that. It gets us every. My sister, my sister will sometimes just text me, Why is the tar- carpet all wet, Todd? 
Shout out to Kristen. Kristen. Um, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Good music. It's like, it's got it. It's got a couple of hits. It didn't really slap mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. You and know, nothing, I, nothing's very memorable. I mean, no, it's not memorable. Fleece Navy Dad is in there, and that's what I, that's the one thing I remember. No. Melakaliki, no. Yeah, it's the other one. I don't one. know if the, what the right It's the other is. one. It's, it's not, the other one. Yeah, yeah. but, um, you know, like, I'm good on that. I, yeah. I just remember it wasn't until that, yeah, anyway. Did not slap. Did, didn't slap. And there it is. Slap level none. Slap level midnight. <laughs> uh, okay, for my number two, gotta be funny LOL moments. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it has me? your number two. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'll One give of my it that. favorite quotes mm-hmm. of the entire, and I think about it sometimes, and I'll just crack up mm-hmm. when uh, Eddie is explaining that he has a metal plate in his head. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> "When Catherine revs up the microwave, I piss my pants and forget who I was for about a half hour." Or so, <laughs> piss my pants and forget who I was. She loves it. She loves it. She's crying. Oh, She's I'm crying. Um, no, it's LOLs all over the place. Yeah. That's one thing it's got. Um, number three, Big Eyed Baby. It doesn't really have a no, big eyed baby, you know. Mm-hmm. I would try to stretch and, and say that young Juliette Lewis, but she's not. Her eyes aren't big it, no. physically, and then she's already just downtrodden as like a, as like a young woman, you yeah. know. So no big eyed babies in this for me, as you guys can see. You know me by now. If I can make exceptions. There's no exceptions here. Okay. Um, my third is a sense of childlike wonder and hope, and I do think that Clark has that as a whole reason why he invited everybody. Okay. And I yeah. do think he's. I think he's an, a man child. He is a man child. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. So I think he. That's how he looks at everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Okay. All right. Well then. Okay. <laughs> All right. I get it. It's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. Yeah. Um, People say Jesus is King is a hit. Do I want to listen to it? No. So, so let's on. go into our overall. Um, <laughs> so uh, m- should we go to our overalls? We're yeah. here so fast. Look at us. You guys oh, see we're getting out. the gist of this. Oh, wow. Let's move on to our hallmarks of a great Christmas movie in general. Yeah. Ready, Kate? Number, Number one, one, Melting a Heart of Stone. stone. Not no, really. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's not. That. No one's heart was melted. Well, yes. The mm-hmm. um the boss. Okay, yeah. His heart was melted. You're yeah, absolutely. Why would we say no? I forgot. He comes in so late. Because yeah, that's the thing, important. is he's not like a main character, yeah, but, but he's, he's the impetus for a good He's like the of Scrooge of this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His heart of stone is melted, mm-hmm. essentially, if you wanna say that. And Number two, a dash of Christmas magic. I'd say, yeah, I'd say right? yes, especially even though it's like cheesy. I like how the at the end they were like the fireworks or whatever. Or oh yeah yeah yeah, like, that or the was Santa stupid and the yeah. Santa that was dumb. That was a yeah. dash of Christmas magic. And I'm just stretching. I'm I'm definitely reaching for that one. Yeah, but I want to give it something. It does. I think it has it. This movie sucks. Number three, escapism. I'll give you this. He escapes through his little fantasies. Was I escaping, so to speak? Not really, but, you know, it's fun to, to kind of go there with him. Um, yeah, I mean, he escapes through his fantasies. Yeah, but I don't think it's really escapism. I don't think so either. I was reaching. I was reaching. Yeah. 
So, All right. So is, I guess the verdict is this movie's trash? Yeah. All right. But you still love it. I still love it. I think it's a lovable Christmas movie. <laughs> it's and a lovable Christmas movie. Let's go to a break. Let's go to a break. Merry Christmas. Welcome back from your breaks. We all had a break. We all had a break down. Uh, Welcome back. Uh, So we're going to get into talking about our next movie. Yeah. Next movie is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. I'm so excited. All right. Would you like to read it? I would. Okay. The Muppet Christmas Carol is a Henson. Oh, fuck. The Muppet Christmas Carol, 1992, directed by Brian Henson. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, yep, yeah, you're right. Jimmy's son. Yep. The Muppet Christmas Carol, 1992, directed by Brian Henson. The Muppet Christmas Carol is a Henson interpretation of the classic Charles Dickens tale, The Christmas Carol, wherein town stickler Ebenezer Scrooge is visited by three ghosts on Christmas Eve, each ghost showing him different parts of his life, his past, his present, and his future in an attempt to help him see the era of his heartless and money-hungry ways. Scrooge, overwhelmed with what he sees, awakens on Christmas morning as a new man, a man who loves and a man who gives. Sup, baby. Man who loves and gives. Sup, baby. (laughs) How was supposed to say that? Yeah. Um, Thanks for reading that, Quinta. No problem. Let me just say, I am surprised to tell you that this is one of my favorite movies of all time now. Yeah. I could cry. I know. I could. I mean, it was one of the few movies um, that... I watched as a part of this podcast that yeah. from start to finish just had me in. Aww. Gonzo, excellent storyteller, him and the little mouse. I mean, they were so funny to me. They're so cute. And I was reminded how much I love the Muppets. I haven't actually watched the Muppets in a really long time, but they are just genius little creations. Yeah. So cute. This was the first movie they made without Jim Henson. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Uh, but you that know was a what? The spirit rang through, and that sound you heard was Kate's fan. Uh, The spirit... (laughs) It was a mug moving across the desk. (laughs) Shadegate. Shadegate. So, it was just fantastic. I mean, I just enjoyed it, and what's crazy is that story... I've never loved it before. I've seen other movies, and I've I've seen, you know, the Christmas Carol acted out. Mm. The Muppet story made me absolutely just really appreciate it and I, I everybody Kermit Miss Piggy Miss Piggy's kids her two little so dumb girls and beautiful I love it the town the talking vegetables and <laughs> fruits it's I, just such it it that is to me uh, not to get ahead of myself but yeah. that is Christmas magic it really is you know the whole movie is just Christmas that's magic. the feel of Christmas magic Mm-mm-mm. That's what that is, baby. Um, Kate Fact, uh, George Carlin was considered for Ebenezer Scrooge. Humbug. Really? Mm-hmm. And. Oh. I know. Hmm. I think he would have done a good job. I think he would have. But I, I Michael Caine. Did you I ever say, say my, just say my, say my cocaine. My cocaine. Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he, he was perfect, though. Yeah, he was great. I, I love Michael Caine, too. You mean, I mean, who doesn't? 
No, it was fantastic from top to bottom. And it really was. Thank you yeah. for putting you put this on the list. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna go for Jim Carrey's uh, the the new <sighs> urban edition with Jim Carrey. Here's a and fun that is terrifying story about that one. Mm-hmm. Is I did not know that it was a, that it was intense. Yeah. Like I didn't know because it was animated. I, I was with you once I saw it. Yeah. Then I remembered the reviews that came out about the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. However, I don't smoke weed mm-hmm. anymore. Anymore. And I smoked weed the night that we watched that. And I didn't because I was like, I know I'm not and prepared. And when it started, I was like. First, we watched the frickin' Polar Express, which yeah. is out of the edge of my seat the yeah. entire time. And then this, that crap fest, which was just really intense. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's yeah, like when you go it. to take a bite of what you think is ice cream. And they're like, oh, that's moose. Kate said during it, and we were with a group of people. And Kate went quietly, like very quietly to herself so that maybe only I could hear it. Went, Can we turn this off? <laughs> she was so <laughs> disturbed. <laughs> But it is, it's disturbing, the Jim it's, Carrey one. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that we had to sit through that. I um, I liked it a lot because when that one came out, they had a train come through. Oh, no, that was the Polar Express. Never mind, different story. Oh. I got my Christmas stuff mixed up. <laughs> well, with this one, um, it was so much fun to watch, like, the actual Muppets go around. Because, you know, the Muppets before, you would yeah. just see, like, a little bit of them. Yeah. <gasps> But fun yes. fact, Kate fact. Kate fact. It took 10 puppeteers I to bet. make Kermit walk. I bet. It's not easy being green. Yeah. I, you know what? Because that's what I was thinking about during that. Yeah. Really just the puppeteering. Mm-hmm. To have these Muppets interacting in this town with the with the humans and walking down the street and stuff, that was the thing that I think started to blow my mind immediately because I do love puppeteering. Yeah. And I think it's just not easy to do. It's so not easy to do. Usually they just have them in front of the screen talking to us because it's easy. But the fact that these Muppets are moving about like that in scenes with humans, and mm-hmm. of course the staging is pretty puppet show in most scenes, but oh my God, first of all, Christmas present, that dude... Yeah. Fantastic. Do you, do you want to know who was up for that role? Who? Miss Piggy. Whatever. I swear to God, they considered you. <laughs> you saying up for that role. <laughs> also, all the Muppets were perfectly cast. Like, how do you? I'm like, I know. excellent casting. I mean. Fozzie, yes, of course. Who else would play that man? God, Fozzie. God. Who's your favorite Muppet? Oh, my God. Okay. All right. We're going. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. You want to go there? I want to know your favorite Muppet overall, and I want to know your favorite Muppet in this movie. Oh, God. Okay, so I have a sexual attraction to Gonzo. <laughs> I know you didn't Please ask. save that soundbite. I have a sexual attraction to Gonzo. And I know you didn't ask <laughs> I looked, that. I saw everyone laugh. And I know you didn't ask me that. No, I didn't, but I, I feel like it's something you needed to say. I your needed body to say needed it. to say it right now. I like the way he talks. <laughs> You just, know I love like you just a, know he could throw it down. You know I love a side funny guy. Like oh, I don't need I know. the main funny he guy. He doesn't need to be yeah, I he get doesn't it. need to be in the spotlight. He's the one who says the stuff under his breath and it's hilarious and you're like I'm like, oh my god, he's so cute. He's so cute. And then he like, other doesn't girls care. are like, um, what, bitch? Have you seen um like all the other you, you don't like Kermit? No, Kermit has a lady. Why would I be going I after think Kermit? Kermit's kind of boring. Whoa. No, I think I'm just Kermit's kidding. a good man. I, I love Kermit, but in terms of funny, he's not the funniest Yeah, he's one. not the funniest. I wish I was special. Uh, besides him. You know, I love Rainbow Connection. 
I do. Lovers, dreamers, and me. <laughs> um. So so Gonzo. Gonzo's my favorite. And in this movie, he's your favorite too. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think he was my favorite when I was little, and now I realize that I have sexual attraction to him. <laughs> it's not just because his nose is shaped like a giant penis. It's something about his voice, because I know people are going to say that. Um, I think my favorite character in this movie, it's tied between the little mouse oh, and my God. the bunny, the, the little bunny. rabbit. Oh, the homeless one? Yeah. That made me cry. I, I know. Get he's that so... rabbit out the damn trash. I was so mad. Come <laughs> on, now it's Muppets. Get him a job. Get him off the street. But it's a Muppet trash. It's not that bad. It, it, it made me sadder because I know. it was Muppet trash. I love the bunny. Love the bunny. Damn it. I was so You guys mad. don't even eat. What are you throwing out? I was. Okay, hold on. Only problem with this movie Ghost of Christmas Past, terrifying. Yeah, so scary. Especially as a kid. That? You kidding? What was that face? Was that a Muppet or was that a person? What was that? How is she more terrifying than the Ghost of Christmas? Future. I feel like it was, I don't know. She was just, she looked like she a porcelain looked, doll. It was weird. Yeah. I almost was like, am I going to, oof. Yeah. Okay. Should we get into it? Let's get into it. Get okay. into it. So, <laughs> sorry. Yep. For my number one, not only did it have it, <laughs> it knocked it out of the park. There's a bell to left. That's gone. Let's watch it. Where is it? Is it out of the park? Yes. Life and death emotional moment. You, it's not even the ghosts and shit. It's the fact that little Timmy fucking dies, dog. Dies. They kill a Muppet in this movie. But he, he doesn't die. Well, in the right, right, scenario. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He figuratively dies, you know? I know, and he's so sweet. And he's so, so sweet. And all Kermit does is, like, take care of him and takes could him to the park. Could you actually imagine? He, could you imagine being in that position no. at Kermit and P- Miss Piggy? No, I were? can't. And yeah, let's not go there. And people are every day. Every day. But they brought us there with those Muppets. Unbelievable. He said he 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 placed them where he could see the damn boats. I and so Oh no. Yeah. Okay. And here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I held off on talking to you this to to you about this because I really had so much I wanted to say that yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna tell her this stuff. Yeah, no. Before, but it this was This is the one movie out of the entire list that I didn't rewatch. You really? I didn't rewatch it. I almost wanted to rewatch it once it was over. Yeah. It that it was so emotional. It's only it's honest to God because my heart couldn't take it. Yeah. Sometimes I just need it, my heart cannot take it. I understand, yeah. I mean it's the most emotional movie I think that's on here. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. So it has my number one. It's a wonderful life. Who? Trash. It's I stand not by trash. that. I stand by that. And all of them can come fight me if they ain't dead yet. Are they dead in that movie? Pours herself one glass of whiskey and she's ready to fight. <laughs> you, you took literally a sip. <laughs> you're you're being videotaped. Oh. <laughs> videotaped. <laughs> okay. My number one, happy ending where nothing hurts. I believe it does have that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everyone's better. Mm-hmm. And everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. And Scrooge is happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you can't ask for more. This what is the what more can you ask for? This is the blueprint. This is it because it takes you there. It goes there and, and then it, it comes you back. back. That's the thing. <laughs> That's what we look for. That's what we look for. And it comes back because he saw the error in his ways. Like, come on. Not because he settled to the light. Now I'm, now I'm comparing it to It's Wonderful Life, but because yeah. he saw the error and, no, he, but... and love. That's right. what. <sighs> and what's interesting is this is not a story that hasn't been done before, 
Like, yeah, Charles Dickens. You I'm throw yeah. who that? Kidding. No, you throw <laughs> <laughs> you throw Michael Caine and these Muppets in here, and guys, <sighs> I mean, I just you. It's just beautiful. If you have never seen this movie. You should probably go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. Everyone everyone listening is like, we've seen it, bitch. You Everyone's have like, it. Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys have seen it, but it's my first We've time. seen it, bitch. It's so funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for my number two. Good music. Okay. And here we go. This movie had all the slaps. <laughs> when the movie went off, Kate, I was singing the songs in the movie. And I wish I looked them up, but there was one Christmas song that the Ghost of Christmas Present sings. That was so. I'll look it up. Just catchy and cheerful to me. What song? And it's a musical, you guys. This movie is a musical, so naturally it has these songs that are meant for you to feel happy and fun and free and free to remember. And while it's not my typical slap, I like life. Mm. It's okay. You ruined it. Did I'm, you say I'm pretty? I didn't say that. <laughs> Literally, I mean, you said it's okay. Yes, you are, but that's. I would never say that. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, we're gonna see. Is it? It feels like Christmas. Oh yeah, that's okay, and it's so good. Christmas. So that is the thesis for this entire movie. For this entire podcast. Aww. When you feel love, it feels like Christmas. When you're warm and you're cozy by the fire. Dum, dum. Wherever you feel love, it's Christmas. I loved it. I mean, the nonstop songs. Beauty, glory. Beauty, glory. Great songs. Great movie. All the slaps. All the slaps. Wow, I'm so glad you love it so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know now what your favorite Christmas movie is. But Shut we'll wait, up. we'll Don't wait. Don't jump ahead. Your reaction gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just been like, we'll see. Sure. <laughs> Damn, really showed all my cards. <laughs> <laughs> Call. <laughs> what? But I have a flash. <laughs> uh, for me, got to be funny. Have LOL moments. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, it was so cute and Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. Packed with them. Can I say one? Please. I'm. This movie's the best. I'm loving how much you love it. There's this part where all the statues' heads. I remember this movie so well because I love it. So, the they go to um, see his old business teacher, his like old school teacher. Yeah, yeah. But then they show all the statues of the past teachers. I know. And, and then, then at the end, it's Gonzo, Gonzo. and the mouse just. <laughs> fucking sitting there like they're the statues it's so dumb to me Kate it's so dumb the, the Muppets are died <laughs> that's Great. them that's what they are they're that sound I didn't even mean to make it at first but, that's I it. It. but yeah I know that's their I mean they're just all so funny mm-hmm. Animal busting out the drums out of nowhere this is a... I think Animal's my favorite character I, was, I thought Animal might be your favorite yeah just cause yeah. I really love the way that you know he doesn't conform you know <laughs> He does what he wants to do. Yeah. Fozzie Bear usually makes me laugh, but he's, like, not that funny to me in this movie. But you know what? He's allowed to expand. He has the range, apparently, so he should be able to be a more See, serious character. I <laughs> used to love—I mean, it was definitely a leap for him. This was—Fozzie yeah. in this movie was, mm-hmm. like, Jonah Hill and Wolf of Wall <laughs> oh Street. Oh, fucking God. Dog, yes. <laughs> Wait, yes, though. Yeah. He even yeah. lost a little weight. 
<laughs> bada bing, bada boom, and there we go. And there we go. No, it was good. And of course, Miss Piggy. I mean, she cracked me up. Miss Piggy is all of us, and, and we forget about what a legend she is. But we she forget. is every, you know, hard, tired lady out here in, in the streets. And knows what she wants. And knows what she wants and, and gets it. And they made it kind of funny, yeah. you know, and they were sort of like, oh, she's obnoxious. No, she's not. She knows what she wants. She knows what she wants. And she's not playing around. Yeah. Kermit's wishy-washy sometimes with yeah. her. And it's like, no. But you guys love woman. each other. And she's a strong woman. She's a strong woman. I love her. And she knows that she's a star. And she's hilarious. Ugh, anyway. You know what I feel like is going to happen? I can feel it. Miss Piggy's about to make a comeback in a very serious way. <laughs> I do. I think that, like, rappers are going to get piggy. into it. Just Piggy. Yeah. No miss. Yeah, the miss is gone. Ooh. I'm nobody's miss. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I would see that movie, though, right? Right. Like, yeah. HBO. We're on, I think they're on their way there. Like, they're, that's where we're our next level. Yeah. So put a, uh, put a pin in that, America. <laughs> Look for that soon, a movie produced by me and Kate called Piggy. Piggy. Uh, an A24 production <laughs> <laughs> from the people who brought you Moonlight. <laughs> from the minds. From the minds that brought you Moonlight and... and the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> they get on board too. Starring Piggy and Mahershala Ali. Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> makes an appearance. Timothy Chalamet <laughs> gives his best performance yet, but it's nothing compared to Miss Piggy's. <laughs> Don't call me Miss. Um, this, wait, so we'll, we need to make that. Yeah, okay. yeah, we need to make it. Yeah, let's... Copyrighted. No one steal it. Looking TM. at you. TM. You know who. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Big Eyed Baby. <laughs> it's jam-packed with Big Eyed Babies. <laughs> the Muppets are Big Eyed Babies, but if you want to go a step further, if you want it to go a step further, yeah. we can go there. Let's go there. Timmy well, is a Big Eyed Baby that also dies. Almost dies. Almost dies. So they get you with that. Yeah. But there's a moment when he is like, when you as a viewer remember, he is dead. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mm. They have the, after, you know, because Carmen buries him and buries his son. Jesus Christ. They Girl, went there with the Muppets. I can't. And they left his little hat and cane. I mean, <laughs> you got to st- Are you kidding? He's so He's so small. He's so small and he's so good. And he is a big-eyed baby, The you know? Yeah. So, but they're all big-eyed babies. Especially my boo Gonzo. <laughs> Yikes. I know. Yikes, but honestly, I get it. I get it. I totally right. get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, number three for me is Sense of Childlike Wonder and Hope. Are you kidding me? You it's literally about? everybody except for Scrooge. Yeah. Definitely true. Timmy. Yeah. And then everyone. And then Scrooge gets that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you know what I love is that he wakes up and he doesn't think it's too late for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. You know? Because I think that that's a thing. People could wake up and be like, Fuck, I guess I'll just lean into it. Right. You know? But he didn't. He woke up and he was like, I'm going to change. I'm going to be good. He said, I have time to change. He's like, it's Christmas. I can change. That was beautiful. And he has the power to change. Yeah. And dare I say, it is childlike hope and wonder for us. You know, as adults. Yeah. Or for me as an adult watching that movie. Gives hope that people can change. And it makes me be like, the Muppets are an American treasure that should not. And it it just brought my childhood right back into my face. Can we get Jim Henson on the no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but if he if he weren't if he weren't, I think he would come on this show. 
<laughs> if I think he were he would, alive, yeah. he would come on. Maybe we could get Brian. If not, all. yeah, maybe. See well, if he could get here by the end of this hour. Okay, cool. All right, someone, <laughs> someone, somebody out there, just call Brian Henson call Brian. for us. We'll be waiting. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to our overalls. You did. I did. You did. Sense of Let's get to our overalls. Let's go to our overalls. Come on, baby. Number, Number one, one, melting a heart of stone. Wrote invented the book it. on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know that this Charles Dickens classic is all about the heart of stone melting on Christmas, but they did it in this wonderful way with uh, my cocaine and my cocaine. The Muppets. Oh my God! I mean, yeah, fantastic. It, Outdone. There's nothing else I can say about yeah. it. Honestly, God, it's just yeah. He did it. He did it. Number, Number two, a dash, a dash of Christmas magic. Do girl, we even what are you talking about? It. The whole thing is Christmas Doi. magic. And somehow, <laughs> the whole thing is Christmas magic, but it's still just a dash. It's just a dash. It's not it's overwhelming. It's not overwhelming. It's not overwhelming. It's 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 because some people do overcompensate, and you know what? They get carried away. We we. We have something on here later where I'll talk about overcompensating with the Christmas magic. We'll get there, but we're not there yet. That'll be on a different episode. But they didn't overdo it. They It was a very balanced feeling of Christmas magic and a story you need to hear. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I mean... Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. This, uh-huh. is a, this is a top contender. Mm-hmm. Number three, escapism. Yes. Are you with Muppets every day? No. no. So you're escaping into the Muppet into world. The Muppet. I into took the Mupp- two sips of whiskey and I'm of just whiskey. Like, and I'm ready. <laughs> I took two sips of whiskey and I am suddenly so aggressive. <laughs> and I'm sorry for that, audience. Thank you for being here. Hey, we all get that. We're passionate. You're, you're aggressive. Passionate. You're passionate. That's what makes Kate an ally. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go here, buddy. Wrong route. Right, right, right. Take the other one at I the forgot. park. So that was a Christmas Carol, Muppets Christmas Carol. Should we throw it to a break and come back with our Let's final movie? throw it to a break, alley-oop. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hooli-op, we're yes, back. we're back. <laughs> Hope All you right. guys enjoyed your break. We sure did. Boy, did we. Um, we're mm. going to be doing our final movie, um, our arguable mention for this episode. Yeah. And it is a favorite of mine, so I'm excited. <laughs> is this like the pigeon lady debacle all over again? No. Oh, okay. Because I was about to... Cause I did say before that this is now one of my favorite movies. Oh, it might get ugly. All it right, might let's get go. ugly. Would okay. you like to read this one? Yeah, I'll read it. All right. The movie we're discussing now for our arguable mention is, in fact, Catch Me If You Can, from 2002. Guess who directed it? Stevie Baby Spiel Daddy. That's right. Steven Spielberg. Name someone better. Name someone better. You can't. Based on the true story of Frank Abagnale... Catch Me If You Can is the story of a con man, an imposter, who managed to cash millions in fraudulent checks before his 19th birthday. Frank ran away from home when he was asked to pick between his mother and father in their divorce. We watch as Frank manages to outsmart and outmaneuver grown adults at every turn, masquerading as a pilot, a doctor, a secret service agent, and a prosecutor. 
He is eventually caught in France and brought back to America by Carl Hanrady. Can you please laugh at Hanrady? I'm laughing at, in the beginning, it's just him going, Hanrady! Carl Hanrady! And Tim, and Tim, uh, Tim, uh... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> I told you I don't know these white people's names. Tim Hanks. You should know Tom Hanks, man. I know it is, like, essentially, but to me, it could be Tim Hawks. That is who we, that's how we will refer to Tom Hanks for the rest of this, is <laughs> Tim Hawks. So, Tom, I know you're listening, uh, you are Tim Hawks now. <clears throat> uh... He is eventually caught and brought back to America by Carl Hannity, the FBI agent who was on Frank's tail for years. Frank is sentenced to 12 years in prison, but after serving a few years, he served the remaining time working for the very people who couldn't catch him. The end of the movie reveals Frank wound up marrying and starting a family and remained friends with Carl. Beautiful. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's in my top five. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful and well done, well done. I think it's a beautiful and well done movie. And for you guys out there, you might be thinking, "Why the hell is this an arguable mention?" But let's break it down. How huge about? spoilers, just like the rest of this thing. But uh, all of the main events happen on Christmas every, in this movie. Exactly. They talk on Christmas. Christmas mm-hmm. is very important to our main character. And they catch Frank. him on Christmas. Don't he gets they? caught on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, every time he speaks with Carl Hanready, who is the agent, FBI agent who's trying to catch him. It's on Christmas. Yeah. They form their friendship over Christmas, although Carl is trying to catch him. And uh, yeah, Christmas is when he's caught for the last time. Mm-hmm. It's also his most endearing moments with his parents. Aww. And it's it's sweet. So Kate suggested that we throw Catch Me If You Can in here. Mm-hmm. And I almost kissed her on the damn face because I would so love close. to discuss this movie. And I'm happy to have a reason to. Yay! Uh, Kate Fact, do you want to hear one? You know it. So, one thing that really stood out to me in this movie was when uh, Christopher Walken, who played the dad, Mm -hmm. uh, had a moment when they first see each other after after Frank runs away. And Mm -hmm. they come back, and Frank's about to give him a car. Mm -hmm. um, And his dad goes to—he talks about his mom. Yeah. And he gets really emotional, and I was like, God— Damn it, is Christopher Walken killing this yeah. right now? Great role. As a matter of fact, oh boy. that part, his reaction at that part was totally improvised by uh, by Christopher Walken. Not the lines, but it wasn't written into the script that it was supposed to be emotional like that. It was oh. supposed to be sort of like, yeah. Damn. And he just— He as an actor one of the, made a choice. One of the takes, he was just like, all right. I want to make a I'm choice I'm going to make here. a choice. And it—I mean— that was the take they used. Beautiful. Can you tell me and Kate are actors because we say make a choice? Uh, he did. He made a choice. Acting language. Uh, maybe. Um, that's it's beautiful. hard for me to dumb it down that's... for you common folk. But yes, that is acting. <laughs> acting. I'm acting. No, um, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that, you know, okay, so fun fact for me, Quinta fact, not a fact, just something that happened. Mm-hmm. Um. I smoked one time and watched this movie. I've seen this movie maybe 25 times in my life. And then recently, I smoked and watched it. It was the first time I ever decided... Smoked what, Quinta? Marijuana. It was the first time I ever smoked weed and decided to watch this movie. Mm. I uh, lost my mind at how good of an actor Leonardo DiCaprio (sighs) is. There's a scene when he... He's so good. Why is he so good? I don't know. I just don't understand. I don't get it. And we know we know we all know this already, but I have to tell you about my moment, right? 
I'm watching him realize that his mother is cheating on his father for oh. the first time. He sinks into his family couch. Chair. Chair. And it's like... I didn't need to correct you on that. It's okay. He sinks... I don't know why I'm like this. <laughs> he sinks into... And he's sinking at the speed of molasses. Oh. And it's about a minute-long shot of him sinking deeply. It's not focused on him. Mm-mm. It's focused on the room. It's a wide shot. And something about him sinking in that chair, really feeling what's happening to his family, uh, it it made me have a little bit of a moment. I kind of had to pause the movie. (laughs) And I was too high to (laughs) wrap my head around how good of an actor Leonardo DiCaprio was for sinking into that chair for a minute. But he did it with such grace and emotion. So that's just a, that's my quintifact. That's how I do it. Yeah. I loved it. That one was was a good. Yeah, that was a good Quint effect. I love that Quint effects are all opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Should I be in the White House? (laughs) (laughs) Politics. Politics, bitch. Okay, back to Christmas. Yeah, back to Christmas. Not political at all. No, no, no. Thank you. (laughs) Not today. Do I sound like Mary Poppins a little bit? Let me hear. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. No, I don't. No. <laughs> Felt it. Yeah. I, there are times when I'm in my car and I'm like spitting image vocally. I'm the spitting image. <laughs> let's focus on let's the focus. You're, right, you're right. You're right. I don't want to. So let's talk about our hallmarks. <laughs> These are going to be rough. I don't know. We'll see. That's fine. It's This is what this is about. It's a healthy debate. It's a healthy debate. Okay. Right. Life and death emotional moment. I will say that it does have those, you know, when he learns that his father dies when he's on the plane Mm -hmm. uh, and he is very sad, but also uses that moment to escape. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Smart. Crazy. Life and death for the people around him. But I can't say that I ever felt it between our main characters and it never really happened on, on Christmas. At no point was I ever really afraid that my character, my characters were going to die or that um, there was an emotional life and death moment struggle for mm. either of them. Mm-hmm. Not really. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to stretch. I'll say that it doesn't have that for me. Okay. Mine is happy ending where nothing hurts. It has that for me. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. He's happy. He he's happy. He sort of, they didn't really, like they nodded to it. It yeah. was pretty apparent, but not so apparent. But with Carl. Yeah. Carl doesn't have a relationship with his daughter, uh-huh. and uh, Frank doesn't have a relationship now with his with his dad. Mm-hmm. They found each other in mm-hmm. that way, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the thing. That's what really got me about it is that, and that was, I mean, I know that he was just running. I know that, that Frank was, yeah. like, running, and he was really good at what he was doing. Right. But he was also running away from something. I don't think that any kid in that situation Mm -hmm. like I don't think he wanted to run away because he wanted to be somewhere else I think he wanted someone to chase him down yeah he wanted wanted to be chased and no one chased him that was the whole point he said he wanted his dad to tell him to stop his dad would not tell him to stop the only person chasing him was Carl and it wasn't turned out to be a father figure to him and it was Carl said I'm not chasing you anymore Mm. like you know I'm done and that was like a moment for him to be like and what's crazy is he's running the entire time from this divorce, that was it. All he all he was thinking about was getting his parents back together. Mm-hmm. So he's really stuck in this stage of adolescence. And yeah. I mean, he was young the I mean, entire yeah, he was time, a kid. but he was stuck in that moment. Yeah, and it shows us what it is to like never kind of grow from our trauma. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, we mm-hmm. went there. Zeke. Zeke. 
Oh, I need a life raft. I'm sinking. <laughs> My new oh. show on HBO is called Zeep, and it's me sitting at a table like Julia Louis Dreyfus. It's just you, but mm, I'm just like that's mm, Zeep. Zeep. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. just someone tell you either say that's not Zeep <laughs> or Zeep. <laughs> it's someone gives like a whole entire spiel, but it's the camera's on you the whole time. Zeep, not Zeep, not Zeep. <laughs> so HBO. Um. Where are, oh, oh, for me, uh, no, for you. Me, number two, good music. Come fly with me, yeah. let's fly, let's it's, it's fly got it. Once I'm not going to reach, it doesn't have the Christmas slaps I'm course, looking no, for. No, it doesn't have Christmas slaps, no, of course not. So, But it does have a lot of Frankie. Frankie and that's yes. beautiful. Yeah. Um, Gotta be funny, have LOL moments. Yeah, it has them. Yeah? You kid? No, 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 I just want you to tell me. I love this movie more than anything, so, yeah, I mean, I wish you'd Yeah, what, let me see, did I write down apps? Yeah, I'm trying to think of one where I really laughed. I mean, I think I laughed not necessarily at, like, oh, that's a hysterical joke. Mm -hmm. I laughed at, like, wow, I can't believe it. He pulled it off. He got, yeah. Yeah, he got it. And that made me laugh, like, that, which is a weird kind of laugh, right? Yeah, Like, where you can kind of get away with it. yeah. I laugh when he sneaks out of the airplane through the fucking toilet. So it's not crazy. a funny moment, but when they see him on the ground and he's yeah. running like a wild animal. Yeah, that and, is pretty funny. You know, and they think he's like... But the- he's not escaping. That's the thing is that I don't think he's escaping yeah. there. I th- he's I, he's truly running to his mom. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He is, but yeah. he's just an escape artist. He's just right. good it's at just it, so, so funny. it's just natural to him. Yeah. That's why it's funny and yeah. he's that moment. It's like... There was a a moment. There is a moment when he's talking to Amy Adams's dad. Yes, where he was. The dad was like, "She's hilarious in this. She's so fucking good. She, God, who wants to fight me about Amy Adams? Anybody? Raise your hand right now, idiot! I'll come to your house. I'll fight you. We'll drive there. Sorry, this is about Christmas. This is about Christmas and happiness. Yeah, Yeah. but people like to come at Amy, and I'm not having it. Okay, again, not about Amy. (laughs) Are you a redhead? You're not a redhead, right? You're looking at me. I don't know. I do, I can't tell what is a redhead and what's not. I'm not a redhead. Are you a strawberry blonde? I think I'm. I think I'm something. Like She's that. a redhead. She's a redhead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted some clarification on that. We have a friend who who I uh, we have a friend Justin and another friend Zach who they we learned I learned through them that uh, I don't know what a redhead really is like in that. That's so funny. World. Yeah. I mean. Because I don't know. I am not. You guys can't see me, but I'm not white. So I can't like. I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, I, do, I just don't know sometimes. And she is a redhead to me. But then there are other people I think that are redheads who aren't. So I just wanted to ask you if you were one because I was thinking about that earlier today. Okay. No. All right. So. Boy, I love that question. Um, <laughs> hilarious to me. I um, know. I did. Lose my train of thought. Oh, uh, there's a moment where he, so he's talking to Amy Adams' dad. Yeah. And the dad's like, all right, ask me the question mm-hmm. that you were like, came here to ask me. He's like, how'd you pass the, or like, how do you get the bar or <laughs> whatever? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, the bar, yeah, yeah. How do you yeah. pass the bar? Yeah. How do you pass the bar here? And the dad laughs and he's just like, ah, oh, classic. Mm-hmm. You want to marry my daughter. That's a good joke. And he's like, oh, right, your daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I felt bad for her when she got left. But okay. That yeah, was... but he had to. It was the right thing to do. Yeah. All right. Well, my number three, Big Eyed Baby. <laughs> Leo is a version of a big, big eyed baby in this. 
I, I talked to his wonder. He, 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 the way he sees the world, anything mm. is possible to him. Uh, it's kind of like a grown up home alone. It is. And, and I told, you know, a big eye baby, you guys know this. It doesn't have to be a person with big eyes. We talked about this. Will Ferrell is a human version of a big eyed baby. Yeah. It doesn't. And he, his whole, his aura in this is like optimism blind optimism he thinks he can do anything and so he does Mm. he's also so emotionally hurt by his parents breakup and just wants to get them back together so it's very sweet very big eyed baby to me big eyed baby approved (laughs) or there was a stamp (laughs) uh three for me a sense of childlike wonder and hope i mean yeah he has that yeah yeah that's it that's that's all he has that's all he has literally childlike wonder because he doesn't have an end in sight yeah and i think when it starts to hit him yeah that he can't continue doing this forever yeah that's when he's just sort of like i don't know right but he had that yeah yeah i even feel like can i argue is it worth arguing that Tom Hanks also had a little bit of it Aww. by by Tim following Hanks? him. Tim Hanks. I don't know, but fun fact, Kate fact, Kate fact. Uh, so that was the only name that they changed. The only FBI agent name that they changed. Carl mm. Hannity was not a real person. Oh damn. Um, it was Joseph Shea, okay. and Carl was based off of multiple FBI agents because it took so many people to find him. I get that. And. Joseph Shea was the main one, and Joseph Shea is the one that he that uh, Frank is still in touch with. Shout out to Tom Hanks. I'm gonna give him his real name, Tim Hanks, because he's everything. Quinta fact: Go see Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood coming out soon in theaters. A call to action. <laughs> First it was opinion, now it's a call to action. You guys should see it. I have, I cry every time that fucking Did commercial you see comes it? on TV. No, the commercial comes on TV, and I'm in tears. Should we go see it the, tomorrow? Yeah, let's go see it. It's not out yet, but. Should we just maybe if we go in and we get to just ask him? Hallmarks of a great Christmas movie in general. Number one, melting a heart of stone. I'd yes. say that Carl's was kind of melted. I would think. Yeah. yeah. I even think, yeah, Carl's. 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 Yep. Yeah. Number two, a dash of Christmas magic. Yeah. I think, yeah. I'd say, yeah. I mean, I think that him getting away with all that stuff, his is ability magic. is magic. That's beautiful. And I mean, he's a real dude. I'll get a, a little deeper in. You know, them having those conversations on Christmas is the only thing that was keeping them both going. And to me, that is, you know, the the realistic magic that I live for. Kind of an ode to, uh, I mean, it's a real story, but it's kind of like uh, Les Mis. You ever seen Les Mis? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean Javert and Jean Valjean. But that's uh, cute. It's no catch me if you can. Um, Number unbelievable. Number three, escapism. escapism. Yes. Yeah. Wow, we always differ on this one. Oh. We usually differ. Like, I feel like you have a different scope of escapism. Yeah. What's, yours, what's your take on this escapism So here? this one is actually, a, I took a page out of your book. You did. Yeah, because he's literally escaping, escaping. the that's whole what, time. Yeah. And again, and I said this that's during. That's the book I was reading, so that's, you did take a page. Yeah, I yeah. did. Okay. Uh, sorry about that, but I did rip the page clean out. Um, but. It's kind of like what I said about Home Alone 2, yeah. where it's so much fun to watch someone who's so smart. Yeah. Like, it's escapism mm-hmm. to watch someone who's just, be like, he's a genius. I agree. The fact that he only studied for two weeks and I then agree. genuinely passed the bar. I agree. The first scene? Well, the the fact fo- that this that this child. Yeah, he's a child. He's only to like a new 16 school in this, and is just guys. like That's what I was about to talk about. And becomes the teacher. He just stands up. His confidence is escapism. Like, I mean, I mean I, it's the confidence I definitely have. But It absolutely, um... 
Yeah, it's the com- confidence you have. I was almost going to tell the Verizon story, but it's fine. Don't tell them that. Um, Quinta thought all of Verizon is down because I, I ignored two of her phone calls. <laughs> and she was like, I think something's wrong with all of Verizon. Because <laughs> clearly it wasn't that you couldn't talk to me. So that's what kind of confidence I have. And uh, I lead with it. So My it was favorite. nice watching myself on screen, I guess I would say. Um <laughs> So so that's it. That was our last movie today. So I guess, is it a Christmas movie? Oh, boy. You know? I say yeah. Yeah. I say yeah. I say yeah. Let's say yeah. Why you not? Know what? Let's we can say do what we yes. want. You will say yes. 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 We can do what we want. This is our podcast. Yes. And you guys. And you, the listeners. That Thank was my you fan. for listening. That was her fan, not a she fart. Can. Thank you so much for listening. Covering up a fart. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We really appreciate you being here with us Mm -hmm. for this podcast. It's Mm -hmm. a joy to do. Truly a joy. You're supposed to say this this kind of stuff for the finale, but I'm afraid of podcasts. Deathly afraid of them. And never wanted to do one in my life. Doing this one with young K to the P to the Kpisha has been a dream. Aw. Hey, new heart, new heart, man. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're not doing it People, well. I had an idea for a podcast called New Heart, like Bob Newhart, and then comma, New Heart. And it's us rewatching New Heart and discussing it. So leave it in the comments below if you like that. Uh, but If we I'm get a thousand it. comments saying you like it, Quinta will do it. That didn't agree to that. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Star Brands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.